to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And Benny, we have got another incredible day, powerhouse lineup of folks joining us here today. How are you doing? I am peachy and squeaky clean. <laughs> that's all I had for you today. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one, though. That's a step up from yesterday. <laughs> I don't think I picked on you too much about Oh, no, it. not at all. I'm used to it from you. Yeah, I know. Well, we've had a We've got some uh, incredible conversations uh, that are going to happen today in the next couple hours on the Dr. Pat Show. And, uh, you know, they have to do with what happens in our lives. What can we do to take our lives to change the world? What is this really about for us? You know, can we take the action that we need to take? I know many of you have watched the debates last night on television, uh, but and then many of you watched... Um, American Idol, <laughs> whatever that was for you. But in any event, there are some things going on right now in the world that many of us are concerned about. And so the question is, how do we get to live life full out? My guests today, starting off with Scott Miller, um, are going to talk about how we can create the positive change in our lives, moving from uh, looking at poverty in the world to how we can take better care of our bodies to how we can eliminate pain forever. And so, you know, I want to introduce everyone to Scott because, you know, one of the things that, that I know is that when we look at our lives and we think about what our life's calling is, our mission, you know, how often do we get information that is important enough to have us take action to help the global community? Scott Miller is CEO of Move the Mountain, inspiring and equipping communities to end poverty. And so... He is here talking with us as the CEO, uh, as the co-founder of Move the Mountain Center to talk about the focus that he has on poverty, what it means today, how it's developed from his early interests. Scott, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. You know, this is a conversation that I think many people are afraid to have. And, uh, and few people are afraid to even wrap their minds around solving. Mm -hmm. What is it that got you uh, moving in this direction? I mean, this is something that you've been doing for a while. You didn't wake up yesterday and say, oh, I think I'm going to take care of this. Right, right. Yeah, it has evolved over time. Uh -huh. I was uh, raised in the suburbs of Rochester, New York, and uh, in the in the mid to late seventies, I was at school at Kent State University, actually, and it was a fairly significant place to be at that time. The show oh, yeah. has been about five years before I got there, and so there was an atmosphere of you know we have to change the world, and so I appreciated all of that. And it, my upbringing was fairly comfortable in a middle uh, income neighborhood, but a friend really encouraged me to get over to um, one of the shelters and just be with some people who were down and out, poor, destitute, and really just lived about eight miles from my, my home. So I made that journey one day uh, with a Catholic worker uh, um, place where they were giving out food and putting people up for the night, and I was just uh, dumbfounded by how unbelievable it was that I had been raised for 18, 19 years, and by good people, and 
gone to church and gone to school, and, and, and we never talked about poverty. It never came up on the radar. And yet, really just outside of the burbs there, back in the inner city of Rochester, was all of this destitution. And I realized that uh, at that point that there was just something wrong with that picture. And after I finished school, I went and worked for an agency that gave financial assistance to families who were in need. And they explained to me, they said, you know, you have $1,000 to work with. And they were explaining these problems. And I thought they meant for every single family I had $1,000 to work with. But they were telling me, no, 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 that's the monthly budget for about 150 right. families. Right. <laughs> you, you thought it was $1,000 per family. Right. Yeah. And here I find out this is the entire month's worth of money that we have to dole out to people. And at that moment, I thought, our, our society has just completely missed the ball in this handling of poverty altogether. <laughs> So that was back in my 20s, and I, at that point, committed myself to figuring out uh, what, what could we do that would be the next step. You know, somebody comes in for assistance, but how do you support them over a couple of years to be able to get out of this situation and be financially stable? Well, you know, and, and this is, you know, not on your passion, but you also, um, you know, uh, have created a number of opportunities for people to get involved. More importantly, you know, you are the author of Until It's Gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's part of the conversation today. As a matter of fact, I want to let everyone know that we're going to be giving away, you know, copies of Scott's book um, for you so that you can take a look at not only what he's discovered uh, in terms of, you know, the journey we've been on to rid our, our communities, our lives uh, from poverty, but what the solutions are. Now, let's talk about some of this a minute because, you know, I, I, I grew up in, in New York as well. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, we've sat around the, the Thanksgiving table, dinner table. We've talked about, you know, we've talked about welfare programs, Social Security agencies. You know, we've talked about this evolution that I've seen in my lifetime go from a very robust government really providing some of these services to people to almost, um, uh, you know, a time right now where many of these services have been cut severely. And I wanted to ask you, I mean, is one way better than the other? Why haven't some of these programs helped? Um, are we doing enough? Are we doing too much? And I, and I, I wanted to get your perspective on that. Well, uh, it's a great question to be asking. Um, it's both, the answer is both and. I, government has a very important role to play in uh, eradicating poverty. If our government was committed to that goal, it in itself could make a huge dent. There, there's a lot of activity in Washington right now. Um, national groups such as the Center for American Progress, Catholic Charities, the Sojourners, they're all banding together to uh, get involved with the campaign, which is aimed at cutting poverty in half within 10 years through a slate of strategies that they've developed over the last two years through a lot of good thinking and, and uh, forum groups around the country. And the government will have to invest more money to make this happen. But what they're already noticing from the research is that we're spending $500 billion a year on the fallout from kids being raised in poverty. This is increased crime, increased health care, and reduced productivity in the workforce. $500 billion is it's, uh, it's, it's a staggering amount of money. And for $90 billion, more investment by federal government in the specific supports that people need to make their way out of poverty, we can actually decrease half of that cost permanently every year. So that's what uh, is in front of people in Washington right now as they contemplate the next administration and what policies might move forward. 
But at the local community, what we've created is this thing called the Circles Campaign. And people um, are gathering around uh, in weekly meetings to help at least 25 families completely out of poverty in their community through these uh, teams that we call Circles. So let's just say, Dr. Pat, you and I were on, we were allies to helping a family progress out of poverty. We'd have one other person with us. And as a, a trio, we would support this family in monthly meetings to say, okay, how did the last 30 days go? What can we do to help you with the next 30 days of your plan? And they go through a, a class that we offer that provides them with a really strong plan about how they're going to get out of poverty. And then as allies, we are coaching, encouraging, helping to solve problems, opening doors, networking, so that they accelerate this plan. And our experience is that once you have a circle in your life, everything changes. You're no longer alone in this process. You have got um, access to new worlds you didn't have before. You think differently. The modeling that you pick up from these allies is really profound. And for an ally, it's one of the most meaningful things you can ever be a part of because here you are deeply involved with the family in a way that's safe and helpful to everybody, but profoundly changing the direction that those children will go in their lives and where that family is heading as a unit. It's, it's really quite fabulous. Well, I love what you're talking about because, you know, I learned so much through the power of circles. And I, and I, I want to say that again. As a matter of fact, I, I talked about the Dalai Lama being in town um, this week and, and, you know, his uh, compassion, his design, his request for us to communicate more in that way. But what I love about what you're saying here is that, you know, Scott, you're talking about solution, not a one-time quick fix, let's, you know, let's bang it out. But you're talking about how can we together in real time look at some of the things that are coming up, talk about them, look at where our progress is, and make an adjustment. Isn't that the model that we use in corporations in a lot of ways? Sure. Sure, it's research and development. That's what we're up to. Our question to the whole country is, um, what will it take for these 1,000 families? Because we're, we're doing this, we're testing in 40 communities across 18 states right now. So mm-hmm. the question is, if you're, no, regardless if you're in Lewiston, Idaho, or you're in Longview, Texas, or Waterbury, Connecticut, what will it take for you to get out of poverty? Mm-hmm. And the barriers then, all of us as allies are asked to come together once a month in our community around the Circles campaign and discuss the barriers that these, all these families are facing that we need to tackle locally. And then what Move the Mountain does is pulls all that data together and passes it on to our partners in Washington and say, we've got federal uh, policy problems that are all 1,000 families are bumping into. So they need, that needs to be changed. Well, and we're going to talk more about that when we come back from break. As a matter of fact, my very special guest here, Scott Miller, joining me here. His book is Until It's Gone. And we have five copies of this to give away. We're thrilled to be doing that. I'm, I'm honored to have Scott joining us here today. The book is Until It's Gone, Ending Poverty in Our Nation in Our Lifetime. And so the movethemountain.org is the website. Movethemountain.org. You'll be able to find lots of information. Scott has a blog and much more. When we come back, I'll be asking Scott, what he, what does he believe? What does he consider to be a livable wage? You know, I remember getting my first job, and I think I was making, oh, I don't know what the hourly wage was, but it was, you know, ridiculous. And I thought, oh, I'm in the money now. I'm making 60 bucks a week. 
It, you know, times are good. You got to slap me silly. Let's take a short break. We'll be talking to Scott Miller. Have times really changed? Has the economy changed? And have people changed? We'll be right back until it's gone. I don't know what I'm going to say to her, Riz, you know? love with food and lose weight. Join Master Result Coach Alfonso DeRose at Stargazer Bookstore in Bellevue on Friday, April 18th at 7 p.m. The key to maintaining your health and weight isn't in any diet. It's within yourself and your mind. Visit TakeYourRisk.com. Find out about Thinformation, the weight loss method that will eradicate your overweight issues in the depths of your mind. Visit TakeYourRisk.com. Hey, this is Chat with Women, and I'm Pam. And I'm Rochelle. We're a forum for women and the men who love us, who want to learn, grow, change their lives, and have some fun. Join us now five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. to be inspired, educated, all with fun and love. Be sure to visit our website, chatwithwomen.com. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer Natural Food and other fine stores go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007 Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007 Topperson the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that is one of your loved ones in crisis or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit crisisinterventioncoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400. Get better results with the Good Timing Guide. J.P. Morgan and Walt Disney used astrological cycles to get fantastic business results. Now you can use them too. The Good Timing Guide will save you time, money, and resources. Now you can know when to act, when to wait, and when to expect. No knowledge of astrology is needed. Pre-order the 2009 Good Timing Guide now through April 28th and save up to 20%. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Lewis and Clark would be proud. We're exploring new territory on the air every day right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back. 
back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you've been to our website lately, you've seen that we've started to make a few changes to it, and that's because we're picking it up, we're kicking it up, we're bringing you more information, more of the kind of information that you've asked for, you know, including... Uh, information about my guest today. I am so thrilled to have Scott Miller joining me here today. As I said before, you know, he is the founder of uh, of an incredible campaign, and Circles Campaign is what we're referring it, uh, referring to it as. Uh, but Move the Mountain is where you're going to be able to find more. And, you know, he's joining us here today. The book is Until It's Gone. We are going to give away right now, we are going to give away, Benny, five copies of the book, and all folks will need to do is give us a call right now. You don't have to come on the air. If you have a question, just give it to Benny. But this is part of what Scott does. 1-800-930-2819. Toll free. Anywhere in the United States. 1-800-930-2819. Just give us a call at that number and we will give you a copy of the book uh, until it's gone and more information on how you can join the movement, movethemountain.org. You know, Scott, before the break and, and during the break, you and I were, were kind of joking a little bit about livable wage, and, and it's really true. I mean, my first job, you know, I was pushing a mail cart, and I, I was making $61 a week, and I thought, man, I'm in the good life. Right, right. I got my first $200 monthly check when I was in graduate school. Yeah. Thought, oh, I finally figured it out. <laughs> we did it. Our ship has come in. <laughs> but, you know, let's get real. Let's get real. I right. mean, let's do you that. know, a livable wage. I mean, does a minimum wage even come close to that? No, not at all. In fact, uh, terrific research being done by uh, wider opportunities, opportunities for women out of Washington. Uh, they have put together self-sufficient calculators across the country. So in many states, you can go into wherever you live, whatever county, find your household composition, whether you're a mom and two kids or whatever, and they'll tell you what the self-sufficiency wage is likely to be in that community. I'll just give you a couple of examples. Now, the federal poverty guidelines would say that a family of four will not be poor as long as it's making 22000 a year. It's absurd, completely absurd. Mm. Here's the, the real data. Okay, I, I want the real. If you lived in um, Alamosa County, Colorado, pretty much rural, the total would be 31455 That would cover your rent, food, child care, health insurance, transportation, other necessities, and payroll taxes. If you lived in the suburbs of Aurora, Illinois, uh, that's going to be 43000 If you were in New York City, it would be 55000 So when we look at what... Um, Two people earning, well, first of all, we should know that one out of every four workers in this country earns less than $10 an hour. So at $10 an hour, you're, and if two of you are working full-time, you might be able to squeak by at about 41000 a year. But that's two people working, and we're seeing lots of people, of course, that are uh, raising children by themselves. And so a minimum wage job at 585 for one person, it isn't even 25 or 30% of what we're talking about. So they'll never put it together through a minimum wage job to support their two kids without skipping on health insurance or car insurance or keeping their kids in decent child care. They'll probably leave them in a latchkey situation or try to figure out something. Um, because, you know, the, the problem is our, work, our supports to get from welfare to fully employed, we drop out the supports way too quickly. Mm -hmm. Great research you can find 
um, on the Economic Policy Institute's website, for example. Economic Policy Institute uh, covers a lot of these issues, and they have an article called Improving Work Supports, and it shows you how much money we spend and waste because we don't do the whole job. We don't say to a family, all right, you want to make more money, we'll give you less child care assistance, but we won't cut it all off. See, right now you could actually make an extra buck an hour and lose $7,000 worth of child care assistance just like that. Yeah. Now, how is that? That just It's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. No. I, you know, and I, I love the quote you, you have here, and it, it, the quote is, it's time to rock the boat. We want to help with that. For those of you that are listening to the show, I know Benny is picking up the phone lines. We'd love to give you a copy of Scott's book. Uh, toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Just give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. And Benny will co- collect that information and we'll get you a copy of Scott Miller's book uh, until it's gone. So I want to talk with you about that quote where, where we say it's time to, to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. Because, I, you know, I, I think there is a, the gentle rock that can go on in a boat and then there's, you know, there's the rock that makes you get the brown paper bag. So, right. you know, what in your opinion is needed and and the question that I guess I want to ask you given the um, the, the 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 amount of national debt we have right now mm-hmm. how difficult is it to get people behind this campaign well i think right now what you're saying is that the, the 30% of the population has bag in hand right now just trying to cope with their life mm. The, oh, bo- yeah. the boat is rocking big time for them because the cost of health care insurance the cost of housing people have gotten all caught up in the subprime mess that you know that uh, those families are already experiencing a very rocky boat. Who has not experienced it is the top five percent of the population. That group has made uh, more money than uh, they than you can possibly imagine compared to the rest of the country. The productivity of the country goes along at a certain pace, but the, what's happening is the economic disparity has really escalated in the last fifteen years. We now have the highest economic disparity of any time in this country. So. We need to really understand that um, wealth is being concentrated at an unprecedented level right now into the hands of a few. And we've got to say, okay, well, reinvest back into the bottom 30% because if we don't, our schools will suffer, our communities will be less safe. We are not going to be as competitive as we could be. Well, and this is really the you know what we're talking about. We're talking about looking at a problem that has many, many connections to it, uh, not just a connection here and a connection there. I mean, I, I think what you said is so significant because I think um, you know if you watched the debates last night or if you've been paying attention to what's come up in the media, it isn't you know it, it isn't as if we've looked at you know communities that are traditionally poor and said they're in trouble. Now what we're seeing is, you know, a movement into what I consider to be non-traditional uh, communities. And so the problem isn't just isolated, is it? Right. No, not at all. What you're seeing is a, um, a genuine uh, concern that the middle uh, class is eroding uh, quick, more quickly than people thought. I meet people all the time that say, I don't really feel I'm middle class anymore. I feel like I'm sort of the upper tier of poor. And that's a new response that I, even for me to be hearing, is a new response. So I think as expenses continue to escalate, global competition for jobs continues to accelerate, the need for people to have stronger education as blue-collar jobs evaporate is way up there. So when you look at a high school, if it's not graduating 99, 100% of the kids, then 
they're sending kids into a pipeline of serious trouble because who is going to get a decent job without a high school education, let alone, I mean, now, let alone five years from now? It's, uh, we have to rethink our commitments to uh, our people in our communities. And that's that's really the crux of this, and 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 really, you know, part of the importance of the book until it's gone. Uh, uh, Benny, I think we've got. Uh, I'm going to keep giving out that phone number: one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine, one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. Um, so that you can uh, call in, we'll give you a copy of the book. Let's talk about Move the Mountain right now, sure. and the energy that you know you have created here. Uh, and, and, you know, what you hope to accomplish, what, what the goal is, what your ultimate, ultimate desire is. Our, our goal is the complete eradication of poverty in this country. There you go. Which I think then becomes a, uh, a benchmark for how we can begin to relate to the rest of the world. This country, you know, I'm imagining, imagine the conversation in the 1840s and 50s about slavery. We must have at this point been scratching our heads saying, you know, we just can't tolerate this immoral condition anymore. It has to end. And people said, oh, well, there's no way we could do this, you know, for all the reasons above. You know, it just messed up. It would rock the boat too much. Well, it was messy, and uh, we got over it. We don't have slavery in this country anymore. And to me, poverty, the way it's playing out in this country, is our current slavery issue. And I think we have to make a decision that it's immoral, it's unnecessary, it's antiquated, and we have, we actually know what to do about it. We have really strong game plans on the table right now that just need to be uh, embraced with enough political will to make it happen, both locally and at the national level. So we're not that far away from making this happen. And I believe that, you know, one of the things that Move the Mountain does is just keeps raising uh, the question, what would it take to end poverty and what can you do to be involved to make that happen? Well, I think the first thing that we can do is get a copy of your book for sure. And, you know, take a look at what you've discovered in terms of not only what the issues are, but what the solution is. You know, the idea of, you know, creating circles and opening up communication is, is so brilliant. And you and I were talking during the break, you know, that my experience with Native American traditions and, and how to do that and how to bring peace and how to solve problems is very, very powerful. So we are going to continue to give copies away of this book. We'll probably keep doing it for the next hour or so until it's gone. Scott Miller, my very special guest today. Uh, Scott, I wanted to ask you, what is your personal message for our listeners today? Well, my message would be that if you, if, uh, you agree with me that we can and we should end poverty, then uh, really look within and say, what can I personally do to increase my commitment to that agenda? I mean, the book will certainly give you direction and stories of what people have done. Um, our website can help. But there are also many other things in your community that you might plug right into. Um, and we have many communities calling us every week that want to do circles, so we're starting circle initiatives in a new place just about every other week. And you can call us about that. But, again, there's all sorts of great programs. But, the, but I think what's most important is to write editorials, talk to your to places you belong to, and say, it's about time that we end poverty. There's no, it, you know, we have the solutions. We just have to apply these solutions now. Well, thank you, Scott. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, and again, the website uh, for everybody to go to is movethemountain.org, movethemountain.org. Benny is going to be picking up those phones, and we're going to be giving away copies of Scott's book until it's gone. You know, thank you so much for taking this on. I mean, thank you so much for being a voice uh, for so many people, Scott.
Thank you. All right, everyone. Let's take a short break. We will be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Great conversations, inspiring talk radio, and lots more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, let's stay alive. 